Welcome everybody to the world's greatest podcast for iconic movie and other nerdy needs. I'm Riley. And I'm Joey, and we're just two dudes taking on the world one podcast at a time. And we always ask one simple question. What's, What's up, up with, with you? So, hey Riley. What's up? What's up with you? What's up, What's up with What's you? Up with See, you? look at this. I, I made a little shorthand. What's up with you? Sup with you. Sup with you. With supper you. supper with you you want to have want to have supper you want to have supper you already had some supper oh i did too <laughs> well, what's Very what's sad. up with you joey uh you know uh uh vibin vibin uh, vibin still i still have not left my home yeah neither have i actually <laughs> how how strange and how odd um, <laughs> And we could have filmed these episodes back, back to back, basically. That's, that's true. Um, yeah. Wow. It's this is a very boring time for really, humanity. It, it really is. It 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 truly is. Uh, it, it's it's been going. It's it really yeah. has been going, hasn't it? Yeah. Um. I, I, I watched the movies, though. I told everyone, hey, watched. I'm going to watch the movies. And I watched a collection of movies. That is true. Is everyone proud of me? Can I, can I get an applause? I, I am proud just, of you. I, I got you. I got you. Great uh, job. Great job. Uh, applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if Riley, in the future, if you remember, <laughs> insert applause here. <laughs> Now oh. only the listeners know if it really happened. That's true. Yeah, no, it's it's still been boring. Gaming? Yes, lots of gaming. Started uh, playing Dead by Daylight, a spooky a spooky game where you have four survivors and then a killer, and the killer tries to kill the survivors. Who would have thought? That the survivors gotta build generators to get out. So Yeah, very pretty, interesting concept. Yeah, I find it a lot of fun. I think it's pretty fun. I just think... Is there a story mode? Story no line? story mode, but there's, like, lore. You can read all the lore. Okay. Gotcha. Because there are a lot of different maps and uh, killers and characters that you can play as. Yeah, yeah. There's there's lore for all of them. Uh, our, our buddy Joe, one of the characters he plays, she's, like, an epic gamer. Oh yeah, Epic Gamer and her parents cut off her internet. Uh, yeah. and, and she left and then something happened and then she was in the, the, the bad place. Exactly. You know, that happens to us frequently. Especially gamers. Yep, it's true. Uh, what interesting so, yeah, thing is that it just, there is, the story doesn't fully make sense. I mean, it's kind of hard to make uh, horror story where there are a bunch of uh, killers killing people uh, yeah. in it, multiple different locations. Yeah, basically it's like there's an entity and it wants people to be sacrificed to it, so it gets all of these killers throughout time and space, and is like, hey, all you killers... I want you to sacrifice these people yeah, to me. Exactly. Makes 
perfect sense to me. Um, well, the thing is, is that even if they escape, you just spawn back in on a new map to play again. There nice. is no end for anybody. Exactly. But I think there was like a thing of like maybe the more you die, the more you actually do you die. But no, there's just no end. It's just a. It's just like everyone's stuck in a loop. Interesting. If you were in that situation, Joey, would you really be working on generators anymore? Um. Well, I'm not a mechanic, so well, I'm none of them are. Probably... No one knows how they know how to fix it. They just do. They just. Um. Probably depending on the killer. Uh, I might try and make a deal with the killer. You know what I mean? Interesting. Like, like a um. I'll, I'll give you my arm if you if you leave me alive. You can like maybe get a pass. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Uh, if you get like part of me, half credit. <laughs> uh, Could you do a partial? A partial of sacrifice. I mean, I, I feel like you should be able to. It makes sense to me. It's interesting because that's my because my whole thing's like you go through all this effort and then you escape and then you spawn back in to do it yeah. again. How many times do you escape until you're like, whatever, just kill me and end this already? I'm I'm, I'm yeah. bored. Um, there are these funny animation videos on YouTube and they kind of bring up that fact or whatever um but everyone kind of still just kind of keep goes along with it but like there's so many other funny things like the killers start a little killer club where they all come to talk about stuff and they have to like they come up with names for their group interesting and like the survivors they all they all have things about each other it, it, it plays off the stereotypes of the people who play certain things so um it it also based on like the abilities the survivors and killers have. So right. like I think it's Meg is one of the survivors' names. She has like speed boost perks and whatever. And so she's always like running around and, and there there's just like stuff that's shown up in the community where you make fun of certain characters based on who they play. Dwight always is hiding inside lockers because he's he's a coward and whatnot. But um one of the things that happens is is that one of the survivors ends up marrying one of the killers. Wait, what? Yep, they get married. Which ones? Uh, De Detective Trap from Saw and the Huntress Killer, which is, for those who don't know the game, it's like this one killer, in her, and she has like a rabbit mask on her face, and she's just this large uh woman and she like hums and she throws hatchets at people very interesting yeah so then they get married they get divorced they oh, run back into each sad. other and it's awkward i mean obviously you know it's like, like running back into your ex much less your your your, your, your serial killer your serial killer divorced wife <laughs> So like like but like isn't that what would have to happen? I mean, if everyone's doing the same thing, eventually they have to get bored, right? I mean, that's true. Or you just get really good at it. I feel I feel like it would still get boring. I mean, 
Yeah, but that doesn't mean you gotta give up hope, Riley. You can still you can still push for a victory. And really, what's what's the harm in continuing? Well, instead, I don't know. You could uh, you could play a game of uh, a game of tic tac toe. That's true, but you would be killed. You well, maybe the killer gets bored, and then, or maybe you could start acting oh, out maybe, plays. You, you, you know just what have I mean? like a a timeout for like. <laughs> One of the games, and the killer's <laughs> just like, you know what? Let's play some tic tac toe and uh, put a, put on a Romeo and Juliet performance, and, and we'll we'll go back to the murder in another time. Exactly. You gotta have a break every once in a while. I mean, that's fair. I mean, the game. Wait, is the game timed? No, there is no timer to the no game time. until so the exits opened. Even if you did that. Oh, oh, three of the people distract the killer through games of tic-tac-toe and uh, performances uh, as the other person gets all four generators done and opens the exit. It's an interesting strategy. It's a, it's a good strategy. <laughs> it would only work one time. I think that's what I would do. I would just come up with very interesting strategies. It's possible. It's not a bad idea. What if you, what if you choose to become a killer? <laughs> like, do you think you, they would let you? Like, you're a survivor, but you're like, hey, can I give it a, a go as a killer this time? That would be interesting. Yeah. I don't know. Strange thought experiments about a random game that Joey and I have been playing. Not really. Not really much of why I thought to talk about it so much. But I thought it was just random stuff that popped in my head because coronavirus is making us go That's crazy. True. Um, but I did watch movies. Should I share what movies I watched? Yes. What movies so, did you watch? I watched. So I watched There Will Be Blood, nice. a movie starring Daniel Day Lewis as a as a mining boy, but then he becomes an oil boy. Nice. Which is pretty cool. He got uh, that was nominated for an Oscar. And I think he won Best Actor in oh. 2008 for it, for his performance, which is pretty cool. Uh, it didn't get Best Picture because, um, oh, the oh, I love the movie. What movie? Is it? There will no, not there will. Wait, when was Moon- um? No, no, Moonlight was Wait, like 2015. This? this is 2007. This movie came out. 2007. Yeah. What movie did it? It lost to a movie that I absolutely loved. Yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis won for Best Actor. The movie also won for Best Cinematography by Robert Ellswit. There's like a specific scene, and it's great. Um, Hmm. Absolutely uh, fantastic, if I do say so myself. But, uh, oh, No Country for Old Men. That was the name of it. That movie won Best Picture, which is a hard movie to go up against. Like, both of those movies, like, There Will Be Blood and No Country for Old Men. I love No Country for Old Men. Uh, one of my favorite movies ever. Oh. Uh, so it's, it's hard, you know? Like, yeah. Like, that was, a, that was a, tough, a tough cookie to fight against, you know? It's very true. 
But uh, yeah, There Will Be Blood, very, very good. I also watched Ex Machina. Have you seen Ex Machina, Joey? Um, I have not, but I have heard amazing things from it, as in visual effects. Which is fair. It has very, very good visual effects of robots. Um, but yeah, it's a dude, he's a programmer, and he gets to go to this big uh, CEO's house, and there's robots and AI and shenanigans. Um, and it has to do with the Turing test. So for anyone who's not familiar with the Turing test, it's basically to test a computer to see if it can be distinguished uh, that it's a computer and not a person. So basically you have a human who does not know what they are conversing with, and you need to, you, uh, to, to, to determine if the, if the robot or the computer or whatever has consciousness. If you cannot tell the difference between the computer and a human, it is, it is said to have passed the test. Huh. Um, very good movie. Uh, I love love that movie as well. Super good. It had... Um, who did it have that I... I didn't realize it was him. Oh, it had Oscar Isaac as the CEO guy, which I, uh, I did not expect. Uh, if you're not familiar, Oscar Isaac plays uh, Poe Oh, in the new Star Wars trilogy. Oh, never mind. <laughs> nope, nope. Poe from the new Star Wars trilogy. Poe, what's his last name? Dameron? I think Dameron? it's Dameron. Dameron. Something like that. Poe Dameron was in The Resistance? I didn't even know that. Wow. And Oscar Isaac voiced him. But, uh, yeah. That's so sad. I thought that I he was Poe from Kung Fu Panda. What no. Wait, wait, who's Poe from Kung Fu Panda? Is that the panda? Yeah. That's Jack Black. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> what a good movie. That, Can we <laughs> talk about that for a second? No, no, but that's not Kung Fu Panda was one of the best films of our generation. I watched the first one quite a few times. And then I watched the second one, like, once. I don't remember the second one at all. And then I never saw the third one. There, there was a third? Yeah, oh. there's many pandas. Very sad. Yeah, I did not know that. I didn't realize it was Oscar Isaac who was playing uh, the one dude. Because he's so ripped. He's huge, dude. He's got massive guns and he's bald. Oh, really? It says bald, and he's got a big beard, and he's got big muscles. It doesn't look anything the way he looks like in Star Wars. Interesting. Like, after I realized it, I was like, oh, that's who that is. But, man, when you put a big beard on him, and you shave his head, and you make him ripped, looks like a different dude. I mean, makes sense. But again... I love the movie. Great movie. Super interesting. Uh, I liked how it, it basically takes place only on like in one location. And I always think that's interesting in movies. To try to that's... do that. And it's under two hours. So it's a nice brisk film. Huh. But I very, very much enjoyed it. 
Well, cool. I'll probably watch that sometime this week. Sometime. Free time. Some 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 point in in at some at some time. Uh, he actually then went to do Annihilation. Uh, the director Alex Garland. And Annihilation is a sci-fi uh, movie that came out in 2018 that has a really big, uh, uh, really people really enjoy it. It's like a sci-fi horror thing, and people were really sad that it didn't get any Oscar nominations because they felt like it was a horror movie. Like, like they felt like it didn't get Oscar nominations because it was a horror movie. Hmm. Because, I mean, when's the last time you heard a horror movie get Oscar nominations? Yeah, that's true, I guess. But, I mean, again, that movie's also amazing, so... I should really watch that. What? I don't think it's on any streaming services that I have? Question mark? Nope, it's on, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Oh. Very cool. <laughs> that is very cool. That's what I like to see. And it's on something. It's it's on movies. I'm gonna watch it because <laughs> that that sounds pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, those were two movies I watched, and then I watched another two movies, and it's the movies. Well, one of these movies I had saw like a few months ago or whatever, but the lobster and the killing of a sacred deer. Both amazing movies. They're something, aren't they? They really are. Um. But that will be what we talk about. But Joey, before we talk about that, I gotta get through something real quick. Oh, the news. I love news. Uh, anyone here like Pokemon Go? I like Pokemon Go. Remote raids are now live. My phone just gave me the notification from Pokemon Go. You can now do raids from your home. Wait, how does that work? What? Um, that's not allowed. I mean, Pokemon Go has been having updates just so people stop going outside due to coronavirus. Oh, I Yeah, okay. I mean, that's fair. That makes sense. Yeah, so you can do, like, nearby raids or something, but you gotta have a... You have to use a remote raid pass. How sad. Can you only buy them? You might only be able to buy them, and if that's what it is, that's stupid. But, whatever. Uh, The Last of Us 2, there was a bunch of leaks on that game. I guess, like, a disgruntled employee leaked the plot and stuff for The Last of Us Part 2. So if anyone out there is a big fan, like, I am very excited for it, uh, be careful on the internet. Uh, yes. Yeah, do that. Don't don't spoil it, Joey. Jo- are you looking up spoilers right now? Stop it. No. Stop. Jo- okay. Joey, don't tell him to me. Don't whisper him into my ear while I'm sleeping. No. So I... Spoilers are evil. Never look up spoilers. <laughs> uh, I haven't even read them because I don't want it to be spoiled. So, Fair enough. I was just warning people, if you're into Last of Us Part 2, be careful on the internet. And then we got Star Wars news, Joey. I know you love Star Wars news. That's true, I do. Um, on May 4th, uh, all of the Star Wars movies will be on Disney+. Plus. Rise of Skywalker is being added to Disney+, Plus on May 4th, which means oh, that the entire nice. saga will be on Disney+. Plus. Yep, they, they released it two months early. 
to be on Star Wars Day. I mean, that's uh, fair. Will I watch Rise of Skywalker again? Yes. Will I? Yes. Will I, though? Mm. No? I don't know. Maybe. Like, well, I, I'm going to ask you, is it worth watching that movie again? Uh, no. What What should I... I mean, I feel like I would rather just watch Rogue One again. I mean, that's true. Episode 3, I kind of want to watch the prequels again. I don't know about that. Because, like, there's something fun about the prequels, though. Joy, remember when I uh, it, when we watched is... the prequels at, like, 2 a.m.? That was a great time. Yeah. Except for episode one. I don't watch episode one. I hate episode one. Yeah, episode, episode one is rough. So episode boring. three is good. Episode two is fine. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by the belief that if you remove 50% of episode two, it becomes a good movie. As in, um, if you remove everything with Padme and Anakin and you only follow Obi-Wan, it's a good movie. Disagree? Um, I don't know. I might have to rewatch it and think about that as yeah. I watch it. It's just whenever a scene is only Anakin or Padme, just skip the scene. Just gotcha. skip through okay. and only go to the Obi Wan scenes. I wonder if someone's made a cut out there because I think I think it genuinely would be a good movie because you get rid of that like five to ten minute awful weird. They're sitting in that weird bunker thing. Yeah, it's just like hidden, and they're having a stupid conversation that no one cares about. Yeah, that's and true. And instead, you only get Obi Wan. I mean, Obi Wan is literally amazing. By far the best character in all of Star Wars. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's gotta be true. Obi-Wan is the greatest man. We should all strive to be Obi-Wan. That is true. That is a known fact. Obi-Wan is Jesus. Other Star Wars news, Joey. How are you, how how do you enjoy Clone Wars? I love the Clone Wars. It's probably you... my favorite thing of all Star Wars. Do you love the Clone Wars, Joey? If I were to tell you that there is a possibility of more Star Wars the Clone Wars, like a Star Wars the Clone Wars season 8, how would that make you feel? Sorry, repeat that? If, if I were to tell you that there is a possibility of a Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 8. Season 8? Yeah. How, how would you feel about that? Would that still be The Clone Wars? I don't know. Because well, Season just 7 is coming up on the end. I'm just saying. How would you Not feel? Not much time between. Oh, how would you, I get jumped? Just saying. I'm just saying. Because, spoiler alert, in episode 7, I mean, not 7, in episode 9? 12? 12? Season 7? The last episode? 
the latest episode. That is 10, I believe, just came out on Friday. Then in episode 8. I mean, 9. 9, <laughs> yes. Episode 9, nine they are on their way to save Palpatine, which is the start of episode three for the attack on Coruscant. Yeah, yeah, that is true. What you said is factual. And then episode three only lasts for like a couple days max. So I guess that they could do season eight as all of the battles around the universe between clones and droids within that, like, few-day period. Would you like that? I think it would be cool to see. I don't really see the storyline potential for it. Well, well, as I do a storyline potential, it's all about money. That's true. (laughs) Well, Joey... I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't, wouldn't mind it. Well, I, I shouldn't just get your hopes up without giving you any, any evidence. Okay, what, what is your evidence? Uh, Gianni Aliotti? I might have butchered that. And if I did, I apologize. Sounds um, like you did. Is the supervisor for Star Wars The Clone Wars and, like, does special... He works with, like, Lucasfilm Animation and stuff in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Okay. So, he's a credible source. And he tweeted on April 17th at 4.50pm. Glad to see so much love for our work in in the Clone Wars again. Keep loving them and we'll make more. And and we'll keep making more. And fear not, we at Lucasfilm Animation are still going stronger, or are still going strong even during COVID-19. If they do it, maybe <laughs> I mean, that's, eight, that sounds like there's a possibility. As I mean, because that that makes me think there it's definitely going to be a thing, unless they come up with like they're gonna do another season of Rebels or uh, yeah, that's what I always think. So like, well, they're not going back to Rebels, no way. They could try Resistance again because that was a total failure. They just ended that show. There's no way they're going back to that. I mean, but it was a total failure. That's I mean, why I think that they could go back. Um, but if they did another season of Clone Wars, then it would have to be, I say have to be, as good as these last few episodes are. Do you think so? Yes. If all of them are as good as episode 9 and 10... I'd be totally fine with it. I don't care how annoying it is, I guess. Um, I would still love it. So here's the thing. Like, okay, what, what would they do? What, what episodes would they do, right? The attack on the Wookiees. <laughs> well, that's the thing. You could, could they, would they just do other fights? Like, uh, Utah? That's... What I would assume they would have to do. That 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 would be what they would have to do. Or they could do like flashback episodes. Um to explain more. 
Well, wasn't there something called like the Lost Missions or something that was just a bunch of random stuff throughout the throughout the Star Wars universe? Uh, the Lost Missions were a thing. I can't remember if those were the names of the un like incomplete episodes of like the Bad Batch and that stuff. Yeah. I'm that's what I thought that they were, but they could be like other things, I guess. Um there's only one way to find out, Joey. We must go to Wikipedia. <laughs> that's true. Alright. Uh I got it pulled up already. I'm so fast. Uh yes, no, that's actually what season six is of Star Wars the Clone Wars. Season six? Yep, season six of Star Wars the Clone Wars is the Lost Missions, which is thirteen episodes. Um that are just episodes. Hmm. You know? Okay. Just explaining some stuff, I guess. That's fine. That makes sense. Yeah. They were kind of like an end, like a fake ending, because, I mean... They were like, yep, we're done. Cartoon Network isn't dealing with us anymore. But they still worked on those few episodes. Gotcha. Yeah. But I guess they could do something like that. Um, yeah. I don't think I would like that, though. Just a bunch of random stuff. Because I don't really remember anything from season six. Well, no, I'm not saying, no, no, I'm just saying, like, the style of just, like, here's a bunch of random stories throughout the galaxy, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, that wouldn't be bad. I see that some people want the son of Dathomir. The son of Dathomir? Yeah. It was, uh, there, un- there were unused scripts from Star Wars The Clone Wars that were going to be a part of the sixth season, the, or season six, but instead they turned it into a comic book after, oh. you know, Clone Wars started getting, you know, scrapped and whatever. So some people are like, go back and do that. Basically, go back and do everything that they never got a chance to do. I mean, I don't know. I'm, me personally, as a Star Wars enthusiast, uh, I don't, it's, Darth Maul, he's a cool guy. I feel like he's being milked a lot, though. I mean, he really is. Especially since he's, like, showed up in... Rebels as well. It's like he he showed up in Rebels in Rogue One. No, no I mean Rogue. in Solo. Yeah, Solo. Uh and pretty much like half of the Clone Wars and in episode one. That's like a third of Star Wars. I say we need to get him in the Mandalorian. 
<laughs> you know? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I want him CGI'd into the original trilogy. Just to really spice things up, you know? I want an episode 10 for the saga, and then it reveals that Palpatine was never actually a Sith, and it was all Darth Maul. <laughs> it was all Darth Maul the entire time. I think that's what the people want, you know? I think it's what the people need. I, I disagree with that statement. Because, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a great character. He's just being used way too much. And it's like, the story of Star Wars is about Anakin and Obi-Wan and Palpatine, pretty much. And they're trying to, like, milk Darth Maul so hard. And it's like, why? There's no reason. He's Especially since he's not really a Sith anymore, he's just kind of I know, doing he went, his own thing. He hasn't been a Sith since episode one. Yeah. It's like, his motivation is literally only to seek revenge on Obi-Wan. And you know that he doesn't get his revenge. So it's like, why, why, why? It's true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I disagree with you on one stance. Um, I think that, okay, the Star Wars saga, the, 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 the three trilogies... At the nine movies, yeah, in my opinion, should be like should have been because we can argue what the sequel trilogy is, but should be the story of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent. Yes, yeah, but I mean, when going to these TV shows and stuff, I think it's. I mean, obviously, we don't have to consider that anymore. Yes. Like, The Mandalorian is not a story of Anakin Skywalker, or is it? Oh, I mean, oh. it's not. <laughs> no, it is not. Unless Baby Yoda. And it does make sense to, instead of focusing on Anakin, focusing on, like, characters like uh, Obi-Wan or Ahsoka, because those are, like other characters that you don't know too much about, yeah, but are also very crucial and important characters to the overall foundation of who Anakin is. Yeah. Which is kind of the purpose, I think, of, um, like, the Clone Wars, at least. It's to show more of who Anakin is and who the people around him are. What season did that start doing that, though? Because um, definitely not season one. I think season two to until now. I mean, I still can't agree with that. I mean, because there's so much that goes into everyone else. I think the Clone Wars was only to build the universe. It just happens that Anakin deals a lot with people that are important to the universe. I mean, that's true. Because, I mean, we get a lot of... That's very I mean, true. Because, like, that's the thing. Like, okay, well, we learn more about Padme. But we're not learning about Padme because she's connected to Anakin. I mean, you could argue, actually, maybe. We learn about Padme because, because she's Plas not, like, an entirely developed character. Yeah, because we need to know about Padme for certain plot devices. Because she's an important senator. 
um, right. to certain outcomes because she's one of the few that isn't a pushover. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, on the on one hand, you're right. Like, yes, you're right. There, there's a lot that ties back into Anakin, but I don't think it's necessary. I don't think that's that should be considered what the prime objective of the Clone Wars is. But I guess I could be wrong. That's true, and I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe the entire purpose of the Clone Wars is actually just Darth Maul's from the get-go. That's true, I guess. Yeah, like, the entire what time. If, what if that was the... since we see Yoda land on that random <laughs> pollution planet uh, up until episode three. <laughs> yep. The entire point of it was just for Darth entire Maul. Time. Yeah. They knew from the get-go. But it's interesting. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get more Star Wars The Clone Wars one day. Or maybe we'll get that Ahsoka Tano show I was talking about how much I wanted. Mm, that'd be pretty cool. I want one of those. I will take one, please. One Ahsoka Tano with a side of, of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I, okay. I think that's the main thing, what I mean. When they're when I'm saying that like they're milking too much for Darth Maul. Is that there are so many other characters that okay could be okay that's fair no that's fair developed more yeah no I I agree um but yeah gosh but the problem Tana, is that'd be cool like that's the thing though I feel like Ahsoka just needs her own show though that isn't the Clone Wars yeah I would uh, like something that explains uh her post Clone Wars up to Rebels. That's a that's a gap in time I would like to see. That's fair. Um, and you could do that really easily. But there is also... I mean, on the other hand, there is the argument of Clone Wars. She's pretty much there throughout the entire thing. Um, and we kind of see her and her motivations grow throughout well, yeah, the entire thing. Well, yeah, so. in, in Clone Wars, but I want to see what happens to her after. I mean, what? that's... yeah. What happens after the Siege of Mandalore? Does she go into hiding? Like, what is... Does she... do? Does her and Rex just ball out? Well, I mean, the we're, siege? we're probably going to find that out. We're going to... Pretty soon. Probably find out where she goes. Few Correct. But what, what is going to happen after that? What happens after Order 66? Uh, she does start that whole, like, terrorist group thing with for Rebels or whatever that... Uh, what's his name's a part of? What's his name? He's getting a TV show on Disney Plus. He's in Rogue One. Cassian? Is that his name? Cassian? Yeah. From Rogue One? Yeah. yeah. That guy? Uh, the type of spy operative he is, is that, that's developed by Ahsoka. Yes. Yeah, that I remember position. you talking about that. Like, what was she doing? She couldn't have just been doing nothing. <laughs> like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, I think he actually does just do nothing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which, which I mean, we can retcon that with his with his TV show because it's always been assumptions that he does nothing, but we've never actually seen it. So, technically speaking, you know, they can change that with his TV show. You could kind of go with the idea that, like, since he's like for the time that he's on Tatooine. 
he could be like in the background protecting Luke from like dangerous situations. God, I would hate that. That would be kind of that would be I mean, it, it would be pretty stupid, but no. It would no. make a lot of sense. No, 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 no. You just see Luke, and then in the background, it's Obi-Wan doing, like, a lightsaber battle with, like, I don't know, Darth Maul. <laughs> I was about to say, we're gonna bring Darth Maul back. Darth Maul back. God. I hate that. I hate that so much. Oof. You've made me distressed now, Joey. Now you must move on. <laughs> I am distressed thinking about what if they do that. They, I mean... A, there's a non-zero percent chance they're going to do that. It's definitely a greater than one percent <laughs> chance, I would say. And I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> That's despicable. That's absolutely despicable. <laughs> Oof. All right. Um, let's talk about movies, Joey. No, movies. No. I love uh, watching them. I love watching them, and I really want to make one. Uh, which, I, uh, which one do you want to talk about first, Joey? Do you want to talk about the lobster, or do uh, you want to talk about killing of a sacred deer? I want to talk about the lobster, because I think that I like the lobster more than killing of a sacred deer. Or should we flip All right, so the lobster, like the lobster. Well, the lobster... The lo- the lobster came out first. Lobster came out first. Let's talk about that first. Okay, so uh, these two movies were directed. Um, they were directed and written by uh, Yorgos Lanthimos, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, it he's a, he's a Greek film film maker. Um. He he's gotten many Academy Award awards and and all sorts of things. He uh, he actually got Best Foreign Language Film for Dogtooth, which is a movie I kind of want to watch of his. Uh, he got Best Original Screenplay for The Lobster, and then he got Best Picture and Best Director for The Favorite. That was uh, that was last year's Oscars, I think. No, wait, which one was that? No, or he got he got nominated, I think. Wait, when was the favorite? Was the 2019 ones? <sighs> oh, I, I need to fact check this. We can't. We can't. I can't be going just can't, spouting can't out lights. Uh, the 2018. Sorry, the 2018, 2018 ones. I think there was a weird timing issue of when the movie was released in certain locations, so the the release date wasn't lining up with when the Oscar nomination came in, and I was confused. Hmm. I was like, wait a second. I'm like, how did he... The movie didn't exist then, but no, there was it was just weird stuff. Uh, but yeah, he got some nominations for that, but he even won some things, too. So he, he's no chump. He is no chump. He's, he definitely knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's, a, he's more of a champ. He's not a chump, oh, he's yeah. a champ. For sure, uh, but we will. But we both watched the lobster and the killing of a sacred deer, uh, both of which have Colin Farrell. I think is how you pronounced it. I'm gonna go with Farrell. Hopefully, I'm not wrong, and someone's gonna get mad every time I say his name. But uh, 
he is uh he's the leading man in both movies. Which uh, I thought was interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Also, he looks very different uh without a beard. Which is <laughs> Oh no, he looks right now. I know because I was uh, look him up, and you look at his other movies that he's been in without facial hair, and then looking at him in his other roles, he's like a completely different person. Yeah, very weird, but he does an amazing job. I was thoroughly impressed with his performance. Yeah, no, no, he does a really good job. Uh, Fun fact. He will also be in um, the Batman. Oh, he will. He is going to play. Uh, gosh, I was so shocked. I forgot because it would. Yeah, I think he's also going to be an Artemis Fowl. I'm t- like I. I make comments about this guy, and I've heard him so many times, and he's in all these movies. But the thing is, you haven't really seen any of the movies that he's yeah. been in because he was just in the gentleman he's he was big and like he was he's the main dude of total recall he was in dumbo he's in fantastic beasts and where to find him that one i also didn't know where he was in i just forgot him he was like i think he's in like just a side role or whatever right he's gonna be the penguin he's gonna be the penguin can you believe it that's very interesting he's definitely gonna be a very different penguin I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what he does, right? That's true, I guess. I want to know who he's playing in Artemis Fowl. I'm curious. Oh, I think he's playing the dad. No, that makes sense. Yeah. But I like him. Seems like a good actor. I might watch more of his other movies. Who knows? Um, but back back to the lobster. So, the lobster, Joey. The lobster. Uh, an interesting little movie, don't you think? I uh, yes, very interesting. Was it what you expected it to be? Um, no. I thought what? it was very weird. What, what did like... you What did you think the movie would be about? Um. I I remember hearing about the movie when it like first came out, and I remember everyone saying that it was very weird. And I remember hearing the idea of it being like a, a weird like dating movie, kind of. Yeah. But where if you didn't find the right person, you were forced to become an animal, and I was like. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's the weirdest thing in the world. Uh, and I did not watch it because I thought it was weird and kind of a dumb idea. But wow, I was proven wrong. Uh, and I'm very glad that I watched it. And you should too, if you haven't already. Um, did, you definitely should. It's uh, it's it's a, basically exactly two hours. So not super long. A nice solid, you know, yeah, for sure. I think when I first, like, just heard the title, I kind of thought that it was, like, a horror movie. Kind of like I, I think I did. I did as well, I think, yeah. Um, but no. It's, no, it's not a horror movie. No, not it's, at uh, all. It's, so you want to hear what the Wikipedia page calls it? What? 
this is a combination of words here. An absurdist dystopian black comedy film. Black comedy yeah, film? Yeah, black comedy film. I mean, I think that's pretty accurate. I mean... Because it's pretty weird, so it's definitely absurdist. Yeah. There's a dystopian, and I mean, a lot of the humor in the movie is kind of... Because, I mean, wait, how do you define black comedy? I'm trying to imagine how you would define it. Because what, it's it's like taboo comedy, black, dark comedy, black comedy. It's a, it's a comic style that makes light of subject matter that's taboo. Okay, that is literally the definition mm. of it. Um, and I, mean, I think that kind of makes sense. Because there's a lot of humor over people's sadness of being cripplingly alone. That's true. And I don't know if the humor comes from the fact that there's also the absurd aspect, maybe. But I don't know. I just thought that was a very interesting triple triple genre right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that is a that is a that is a collection of stylistic choices. Also, I, I wanna clarify just in case I didn't earlier. Sadly, your uh Lan Lan the most has only been nominated for a Academy Awards. He sadly has not won an Oscars yet. Hmm. It's been nominated though four times. That's pretty good still. And Best Picture. And I think as we discussed during um, the last Oscars, nominations are all that really matters. That's true. The winners... <laughs> the winners should never win. <laughs> <laughs> they never should. Except for Parasite. I'm happy with that. Parasite was good. Um, the back, sorry, back to the movie. Um, I don't think... Did you notice this? But when I watch the movie, it feels like there are two movies in this. There is... There's like the first half and then the second half. I didn't feel that way at all. Okay, okay. Um... I, I mean, I, I understand, like, the divide that you're kind of describing. Yeah, I think you know where it is, but I, I felt like they had different vibes about them, because I did not enjoy the second half as much as I enjoyed the first half of the movie. Um, but you know what? I, th I think... Yeah. Hold on. I want to I give a quick rundown. So, The Lobster, you, you brought it up. Uh, it's a dystopian society where you must find a mate in 45 days or be transformed into an animal. But you get to choose your animal, which means right. there's a lot of dogs in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just quick question. If you had an option of becoming an animal... God, I had a choice for this. Hold on. Oh, no. I had, I had a choice for this, and I really liked it. I can't remember what it was now. I must say, the lobster is a good choice. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a very logical uh, choice. Because they're immortal. Basically. They live I mean, to 100 years. <laughs> I, well, no, no, no. Because, again, you can... This is more of, like, what is the definition of immortal? Um, the reason a lobster dies is not usually because, like, it's usually, like, I think they they grow, they keep growing, they eventually get too big for their shell, 
and then they get infected and then they die. Old age doesn't kill lobsters. Interesting. Yeah. Now, like the the you could argue it's a myth. I don't know, but like the myth is like our lobsters immortal, right? Because that's that's the saying, hmm. right? Um, but basically, it's that they get so old, old that they don't have the enough energy to shed that skin. So then they get stuck in it, and then they and then they die of it for some reason, right? That's weird. Now here's the thing. So they're like, so they're not immortal. I don't think that's what some people mean by immortal, right? Because the thing about them is they're, I think they're biologically immortal, which means that they don't age and they don't die of age or whatever is basically what it is. Hmm. Um, oh, well, that's not necessarily true. The lobsters can die of old age, I guess, but it's, it's, they, they very, it's really hard, I think. They basically die of exhaustion. So I wonder if we could if we could put a lobster in and simulate everything for it and do all the work. I wonder if it could live forever. Just just a theory. I think there is a species of jellyfish though that live forever. They're actually truly immortal or something. Oh, interesting. They can like revert jellyfish. back. So weird. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, don't they not have brains or something? Yeah. And they're like just, they're just like a sack they don't that have, like, responds to the imports. Stomachs? Do they have stomachs? I don't think they. I don't. I don't think they have a lot of things i thought it was like they just respond to being hit by stuff it's so weird they make no sense there are so many sea creatures would you like to be a a jellyfish joey would your movie be no because i think jellyfish jellyfish are too weird that's that's a good point i probably want to be a yak i can't remember what i was you know living on like mountains eating grass that'd be pretty cool uh just kind of like moseying around and then just die yeah and it's like what what happens to a yak? Like nothing, nothing. Well, you've never heard might... a story where a yak is injured or like murdered or slain, or <laughs> hunted. Or... Do you hear stories about most animals being murdered and hunted and slain? I mean, I just don't we think that's eat something. Lobsters. I mean, I'm we sure there's cows, a cows. There's someone out there who eats yak. Yak. There's a there's a culture out there that I'm sure. I eats mean, yaks. probably. Um, but I would be placed in America still, and I don't think Americans eat yaks. Yeah, frequently. I mean that's a good choice. It's a good choice, you know. It's not a dog. That's which true. Makes- I would not want to be a dog. Dogs don't even live that long. No, they don't really live that long. Do you they think the yaks like- live a long time? I'm pretty sure they they got it. How long do yaks live? Like, 20 years. 20 years is a good amount of time. I mean, some dogs can live 20 years. That's true, I guess. But who would win in a fight? A yak or a dog? Wait, why wouldn't you just want to be like a monkey? Yeah, I want to be a human. I mean... (laughs) I wouldn't say that that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) I think I said, like, I probably want to be something like a bird maybe so i i don't understand the reasoning behind this behind why they do it 
Yeah. I have no idea. I have no it, idea it's at all. like such a weird idea for like a society to just do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's... I want to know what his reasoning was for making this movie. It, it's definitely pretty pretty strange. Um, but let's go into more deeper in the movie. By the way, we'll probably just spoil all, all these movies from now on. Yeah. But, but if you if you if you don't wish to get spoiled for these two movies, basically, I think we both say they're both pretty good. They're both worth to watch. The Lobster, I think, is more easy for most people to get into. I would say because I think the Lobster is so crazy that if you watched it, there's like more disconnect. While the killing of a sacred deer is still real, in a sense, that I was kind of off-put by it. Yeah. A bit more. But the lobster is so absurd. I mean, you could go in like trying to analyze it for some value, or you could go in for a meme, <laughs> and you'll probably... Either way, you'll we'll come out happy. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you don't wish those movies to be spoiled, uh, I give The Lobster probably a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And then The Killing of a Sacred Deer, I don't know. I genuinely did not enjoy it because of the ending. Um, because of the ending? Well, I guess, I guess we'll explain what that movie is. So basically, the plot of that movie is that a husband is told that if he does not kill one of his family members, they will all die. And I guess the movie's just kind of seeing the ramifications of that. Uh, yeah. I think that's the most neutral way to put that. Um, again, as, as our good old buddy Colin, as our, as our man. Um, yeah, that, that one's pretty standard, though. It's just like he's like a surgeon in modern-day society. Nothing crazy. Yeah. So... Uh, I didn't enjoy the ending to that too much. I don't know. The payoff was weird. It kind of just just happens, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess that's what that's, we're ending. And I don't know. There's just something missing from it. And sometimes I want to rate it really low. You know what? No, no, no. I gotta go with how I feel, and I I'm feeling somewhere to uh to a higher six so we'll just go with a six higher and a half. Six. like i genuinely well i don't know because like i understand the movie and it was so interesting but like i don't i don't know i, just, I can't just give a movie good props because it's weird yeah it it is kind of difficult to judge to judge these movies because of how weird they are <laughs> yeah, like i genuinely enjoy the lobster i think it is an enjoyable experience uh which we're sure i guess some movies don't have to be like fully enjoyable but it i got something out of it i feel like yeah killing of the sacred deer i don't know if that was time well spent yet sometimes i think i'm like yeah but like i mean i, I think it's time well spent so that's why it's like slightly positive yeah so I'll give it like a six and a half, like maybe a six point seven five. If we want to make our rating system I think off, I'd give it like a seven, maybe seven and a half. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. 
All right, Joe, now we just go spoil everything. Let's go spoil everything crazy. Sick. <laughs> now we just talk about whatever we want. We go back to the lobster. Um, the lobster? So, so here's the thing about the lobster, right? Yeah. I, if, I, I analyze, if I want to be all like, like film critic, film analysis, artsy kind of guy, what I got from the lobster was it was a, a description of modern day dating using or like with the increased use of dating apps and that sort of thing because since everyone in the movie for some reason only picks someone that you have some i don't know random (laughs) random thing in common yeah like nosebleeds and whatnot and poor eyesight (laughs) it's so shallow so quickly decided and so meaningless that i feel like it's making fun of it is you know things like tinder it is stuff. very funny though i think i it's a very good like way to poke fun at it um and still like kind of have a stance on the meaning behind it yeah I also, yeah. also no i i agree i, love, I agree 100 i think it's very fun I, I love the fact that nobody says any of their names Throughout the entire movie, only one name is said, and it's when uh, Colin Farrell is like being signed into the hotel. He says that his name is David. Really? Everyone else is. There are no names. I know they describe people a lot. They're like the lady with nosebleeds yeah. and stuff. Huh? I didn't pick and up it's on like that fully. You, you always think the very first thing that you do when you meet someone is tell them your name. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. John C. Riley's in this movie. Right? Right? He's the man with the lisp? Yeah. He he did a great job. I liked his character a lot. That was fun. I think I was that was a fun guy. Ah, uh, there Yeah, no. I I I just I feel like I'm I'm gonna stick with that. I I seriously think that's that's what the movie is describing, and I think that's the point of the movie. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know if he's ever came out and said that. It's just what I got, and like, there's so like like the people are desperate. Like that one woman who killed herself, you know, because she didn't get this this validation and whatnot. Killed herself. Yeah. So I think it shows like the desperate feeling that you gotta just you gotta just get something and whatever. But again, I think like most of these things only appear in the first half of the movie, right? When he's oh, yeah, inside sure. the place. So then I'm like, what is the second half of the movie when he escapes and he's amongst all the other people? What is what does that half of the movie mean? Uh, it's really weird because it's like the complete opposite. Like you, I. So what I was expecting when he left, I assumed that it was like you're free to do whatever you want. If you find someone, you can love them. If you don't, then who cares? Yeah. That it was like they're anti. Uh, emotion and 
compassion. I mean, not compassion, passion. Yeah. And relationship-wise all around. And there are, like, severe punishments for doing all of those things. Which was similar, I guess, to uh, what they did at the hotel. Like, with very severe punishments for, like, not really big deal kind of things. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of these grave, grave repercussions for things that are so meaningless. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess thinking about it now, I guess I could say that, I mean, are they incels? Is that, is that what those people are on the outside of the world? They've, they've, they've grown so cold that they couldn't fit in with the normal, with the other people in society that they, become they chose to... Resentful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that's what that means. Maybe it's poking fun at people on both sides. The, the extreme nature. Because, like, maybe he's saying, like, online dating is so devoid of motion and meaning. It's stupid. Yeah, and, and if you choose to just be like it, like oh, all love is stupid or whatever, because I couldn't fit in with that. That's also stupid. Maybe, right. maybe that's what that. I don't know. I will say this: this movie is one of the few movies that I've actually tried to like on my own analyze. Oh yeah, for sure. It's so interesting. It's such a fascinating movie. Yeah. Uh, um, the the way uh, acting wise, it's acted very interestingly. Oh yeah, the dialogue. Uh, both of these movies share this in common. Yeah, everyone's a bunch of robots. Yeah, it's super weird. And I I've, I've seen Colin Farrell and other things like like he's he's an actor like he's a dude like he's a normal guy. Right. So this wasn't like that's just how he is. Like that was that, that's a choice. Like this that's a stylistic choice. Right. But why? I think it made more sense for the lobster. Um because it's kind of that like robotic feeling of oh I must find someone to have a relationship with but it doesn't matter who I am as a person. It matters uh, whatever this thing in common I have with this person is. Uh, I, I agree. I think it fits in very well with the lobster. And I don't under, like, and I don't fully get what it's doing in the killing of a sacred deer. Yeah. In the sacred deer, it's kind of just weird, I guess. Yeah. I guess it's the act of, like, not really providing compassion towards another person's situation. Which is kind of the root of the problem in that movie. Kind. Yeah, yeah. Ah. I don't know that movie's weird <laughs> still still not sure what to think of killing of a sacred yeah. deer <laughs> yeah so 
Um, so both of these movies do have their robotic style dialogue. The interesting was in in the killing of a sacred deer. Not, it's less so. Colin Farrell has it a ton. He has it almost exactly the same amount. Yeah. Um, but everyone else said the killing of a sacred deer is still weird and kind of robotic, but to a different style. Um, I mean, the one kid. I don't know. What are we gonna call him? Because I don't remember his name. The curse giver, the curse giver kid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Was he supposed to be cool? Was he supposed to be normal? Because when I saw him speak and the way he acted, I'm like, it seemed more like what is typically shown of like, I'd almost say like someone who like like was like slightly autistic, like somewhere on like the autism spectrum to a degree. Uh. Because he was just super. Because he was just super socially awkward, you know. Was he socially awkward, or was oh, I don't know? I thought he was. Universe just weird. That's that's what I'm it saying. It seemed like everything that was happening. It was normal. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, like, was he supposed to be the epitome of like a normal guy? Because he wasn't. Most guys don't act really the way he did, but most. People don't act the way people in this movie act, so I don't know. So you're probably right. I just, I just thought that was weird. You know what I mean? Like, like, cause my brain was thinking one thing, but I was never given that 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 confirmation of my assumptions. Which obviously movies don't need to conform to my my perspective. Right. I just thought it was weird, you know. And I never, I was never able to fit in an answer for what on earth was going on for the dialogue. I just, I, I still can't do it. I don't know why they were weird. In the lobster, I can see why they're weird because everything's weird, you know? Right. The movie's yeah. weird. This was like, this movie could be like, like you could have had everyone act completely normal and just made it a standard like horror movie. But right. it wasn't. It wasn't that. But yeah. why? Definitely weird. Uh, the little kid. The little kid seemed to be kind of normal. Um, eh? No, maybe I... not disagree i mean you could say that he was he, normal if he was raised in that kind of household he would be yeah like yeah the, he's the most normal at all <laughs> right but i think that the actions that he takes like <sighs> when he's like sitting in his bed and he's like i can't move my legs that was like completely emotionless and I found it kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, the sister, the daughter, uh, whatever. Uh, she was weird. She was pretty weird. At first, I thought she was gonna be normal. And, <laughs> no. then, and then when she started growing romantically inter- interested in, in Curse Giver, I was like, nope, never mind. This is weird. Yeah. Um. I, Gosh. I guess Martin was cool because he had a motorcycle and smoked cigarettes. Oh, that's right. His name was. Yeah, Martin. I yeah. His name. Um, I get. That's what I'm saying. Like, was he supposed to be the cool kid? I think. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, okay. I would she think that he, he cool. is a cool kid if all of his dialogue was normal. I think the dialogue just confuses. 
It does. It confuses me so much. <laughs> it throws me through loops. Also, did you notice that when the daughter undresses and lays on the bed, she does the same thing the mother yes, does? I did. And that creeped me out. That means that she must have seen it. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. I don't like that. Bit. At least I hope that's all that happened. I'm not, I'm not going deeper into that. Um, gosh. The mom... Okay, so the mom was, in a way, was almost normal for someone who is devoid of emotion, I would say. Right. Because she, she would almost be like what you would maybe consider psychopathic in nature because she makes a comment about like, oh, we should kill one of the kids because we could just have another yeah. kid. But like the way she delivered lines was still fairly normal. Yeah. Which was also weird. Again, what? It's like it's like when you're normal, you're weird. <laughs> exactly. So strange. So very strange. Yeah, I thought that both both of the like grown woman actors like made logical sense. Like as their characters. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, those are understanding points of view and actions and motivations. Yeah. Everyone else, though, is, like, very confusing and disturbed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Martin's mom is pretty normal. I mean... Yeah. In the sense of, oh, yeah, that that's definitely probably a lot of people you could meet, like, could act right, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when when he when Martin tells him the whole curse thing, cause I'm just calling it a curse. I don't know what else to call it. Um that was so weird. It was just so out of nowhere. Yeah. I how It's also something that wasn't explained. Like they just kind of get the curse thing. Yeah. And it's not really explained how. And he's able to, like, control it. Maybe? With the whole walking thing? Yeah. I don't know. Definitely weird, though. I just, I don't get a lot of that movie. Yeah. Maybe it's too above my head, but... I mean, but I feel like both of us have a pretty good understanding of, like, movies. Yeah, maybe. I would hope we're so both, at this point. We're, pre- we're both pretty gigamind as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm missing, I feel like I'm missing something. There's something, there's some pieces missing of that movie I can't, I think, just, I can't figure out. I don't think that we're missing anything. I just no. think that there's nothing to be to, found. No, no, that can't be true, is Joey. Is that the intention, though? It could be the intention. The intention is something that is missing. No. And it causes he, you. He wouldn't dare do that. That's He wouldn't dare. I mean, why not? This dude is crazy. <laughs> Throwing us through a loop that doesn't even exist? Oh I mean, God. that's that's some big brain plays. It is a big brain play. It's true. Going back to the lobster. More like I just want to talk about the ending. What do you think happened at the end? 
Um, I don't know. Because I, I believe there are two possibilities. One, he, 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 does, he makes himself blind, right? Yeah. Or whatever. Which, that was crazy when that happened. I was like, wow, yes. okay. Um, two, he leaves. Right? He gives up. Right. I mean, I guess you could argue there's a third where he he learns from the weirdness of society and 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 lives a normal life, but I doubt that happens. There's too much peer pressure from society. That's true. Um, so he would have to pick one or the other. Make himself blind so they match again. Because remember, they're only together because they were both nearsighted. Right. Um, I don't know. I was just curious what you would you would you what do you think happened? I don't know. I just thought it was it's an interesting little question to ask because it's kind of open ended. From following his character and like his interactions throughout, uh, like the hotel experience. Yeah, I don't think. His character is willing enough to sacrifice a part of himself for someone else. I agree with that. I definitely agree. I don't think he he I don't think he has the gonads to to make himself blind. Yeah. And I mean that's a fair thing to not have enough gonads for. I'm- I mean, I guess so. I mean, more, I mean, it's too hard to put logic in the situation because... I mean, that's true. Because like, it's how do you illogical society. Exactly. How do you put logic in something that's not logical? Can't. Um, oh, that reminded me. So, so that one hotel person helped him, right? Or whatever. Yeah, she helped him, right? Yes. When, oh my gosh, I forgot about the lady that he faked interest in. Yeah. And then she kicked the dog to death. That was horrible. Oh that my god. That that was a moment of me. that was a moment of black comedy right there. I because it was humorous, but not humorous. Was it humorous? I don't think you're I just think you're not into black comedy, Joey. I mean I I think I've just never experienced black comedy. Where it's funny to laugh at things it's, yeah. that you're not supposed to laugh at. But I think I think that was because it's it's so it's so weird, man. Because the way they handle that situation is so matter of factly, and it's just weird. I think that's what that is. I think that's the best way to put it. It's a hard. It's a hard type of humor to describe, in my opinion. You know. Yeah. At least an absurdist film. But but yeah. So that that one hotel attendant person helped him, and yeah. then he t- turns her into an animal. And then he what? Doesn't he doesn't he turn her into an animal though? No, he turns uh, the crazy chick into an animal, and he shoots the maid that helped her him uh, with a tranquilizer dart. Nah, I swear you. Hold on, maybe because I remember him shooting her with a tranquilizer dart. I don't know why he didn't trust her. Why didn't he trust her? Uh. 
she helped him. He didn't ask for it, but, like, she just kind of does. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, cool. And then I think, like, in third person, he says, like, he doesn't know why she helped him, but she did. And then later you realize that she was actually working with the loners. Oh, that's right. You're right. My bad. Mixed them up. That's right. Yeah, that's Especially right. because... I mixed them up. That was uh, the crazy chick was the one that was capturing so many loners. Also, another motivation. Yep. My bad. Well, then what animal do you think he turned the heartless woman? I forgot. Yeah, because she's called... Yeah. What, the heartless woman? You have the short-sighted woman. God, why are they... You're right. Why did they do that? There's it's no really weird. And it. I mean, I like it, though. It's interesting. Um, I think it would have been. Something that was like easily hunted. Or like. Like, a typical thing that is known for being, like, prey. Uh, because she, like, hunted and killed. And I feel like torture for her would be, like, the inability to do what she is strong at and had been doing. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's cool. I like that theory. I'm going I'm to subscribe. Subscribe? I'm going to subscribe that to that like theory. Button. How about you? Um, I mean, that, that makes sense. I never really, th- I was always curious. You know, I, I never came up with a good theory. That's why I want to know what you thought. Mm, fair. I was like, I'm like, what would he have turned her into? I mean, I mean he could have turned her into something stupid like a mouse, you know? Yeah. Or a flea or something, you know, like something lame. <gasps> Maybe a cat. <laughs> a fluffy cat. Fat cat. <laughs> A fat, such a fat cat. It is kind of interesting that he doesn't say what it is. Yeah. I definitely think so. What do lobsters eat? Uh, What? I don't know. Uh, they hunt for food at night. Fish, clams, mussels, crabs, sea urchins, and sometimes other lobsters. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they're just Maybe pretty normal. Maybe he turned her into a lobster as well. <laughs> Maybe he'll eat her. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else, Joey? I mean, I don't know if there's... Not really. Two very 
strange movies, but enjoyable overall. Killing of the Sacred Deer is just... It's an experience to be had. Yeah, it's but... not as good of an experience. No. I, I still... I just don't know if it was worthwhile. Like, I just don't know what I was supposed to get out of it. I don't understand the point. So part of me thinks, is it just random hodgepodge over a pretty bland story? I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel that way, but I don't want to feel that way. <laughs> you want there to be something. There's a puzzle piece. <laughs> there should be something. There has to be a puzzle piece. I don't piece. think that there is anything, but there. I hope. I want there to be. Yeah. But there you guys go. There's an interesting little analysis review of the lobster and the killing of a sacred deer. Next week, Joey, what are we doing? Uh, more movies? We do more movies? We could do There Will Blood. Could do There Will Be Blood. I'll probably watch that sometime this week. That's a fun movie. I don't know if there's another. Have you seen No Country for Old Men? I have not. That's a good one. We can compare both of them. They did come out near the same time. What is it called? Uh, no Country for Old Men. I wouldn't mind rewatching that. I think it's on Netflix too. Um, so. I don't see it on Netflix. What? <laughs> Blasphemy. They should have it. If they don't, I will be sad. Uh, oh, you're right. They don't. I think they did at some point in time. Very sad. Hmm. Oh, well, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. Well, thank you for listening to What's Up With You. If you have seen these movies and you would like to tell us what you thought of them, what is the puzzle piece we're missing? What animal would you be turned into in a dystopian society? You can let us know on Twitter at What's Up With You, Paul, with the U spell with you. Or on Instagram at what's up with you underscore with the you spell properly, or you could email us at what's up with you podcast at gmail.com, all spelled out. Thank you, what's up with viewers, for listening. And we'll see you guys next week.